Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the first official episode of Glove Talk. I'm your host, Rudy Ariano. So for this first episode, I just want to go over like some basic things. So the first thing I want to talk about is the glove community in general and what kind of got me into it. So let's just go ahead and jump right into it. So what got me into the glove community? Um, Basically, I like growing up, I didn't really... I loved baseball and I played baseball all the time, but I didn't really know much about gloves. Uh, I had a A600, Wilson A600 growing up, and I used that for a long time. And then once I was about 11, maybe 12 years old, I got my first like real glove. And that was like the, or it was the notorious DP15, A2000, the saddle tan that everyone had. And if you didn't have it, you had a teammate who had it. It was a very... I think to this day, it's like one of the most bought gloves for like youth baseball. Uh, that glove was amazing. I loved that glove. And that's like the first real glove where I was like, wow, like this is like quality. And like, you know, when it just like a glove just starts molding to your hand and it's just like perfect. That's like that what that glove was to me. And that was my first like introduction to that art of a glove, I guess you could say. Yeah, so that really got me into baseball gloves and a couple years later I kind of transitioned to the outfield throughout like uh, travel ball and like starting high school I was becoming like more of an outfielder so I ended up getting a KP92 for Christmas which was amazing it was the gunmetal gray and black uh, KP92 if any of you guys remember that one Um, that glove was amazing I broke it into in the pinky it was really nice I traded it away I, I regret it so like those two gloves were my first like real introduction into like quality gloves. So right off the bat, I was definitely a Wilson guy. Uh, I never had much love for Rawlings gloves um, just because I was never really exposed to it. And like the ones like my teammates did have, they were broken in weird. I didn't like them. So I always thought Wilson was like definitely superior, even though that's definitely a debate. I prefer them over Rawlings, but a good Rawlings is hard to beat, honestly. Like, a good Heart of the Hide, a good Pro Preferred, I really like. Um, So, what got me into the glove community? What got me into the glove community was... um, I just... I remember following a couple glove accounts on my personal account, and I just loved seeing their content. I remember following, like, the Wilson... Like, the official Wilson Instagram account, and them always posting gloves. And then uh, Wilson Glovesale was, like... He's, like, an OG in my eyes at least, to like Instagram and like posting gloves for sale and for trade and stuff. And so I honestly like looked at his page and I like kind of admired it and I was like, wow, like this is awesome. Like so many gloves. Seemed like a really cool guy. I messaged him a couple times like looking to buy a glove and he was really nice. Like he's never rude to me. Um, So it was just like, wow, like this is really cool. I actually remember when uh, Wilson Glove Sale, he posted a 2015 A2K Dad Dude. And I like absolutely like fell in love with it. And I remember it was my freshman year of high school. So about four or five years ago. And I remember telling my friend, I was like, dude, like I really want this glove. And he was like, I have that glove. And I'm just like, oh, because like we played baseball together. I was like, dude, you like, I've never seen that glove. He goes, yeah, like my dad bought it for me like a long time ago and I've never touched it. And I was just like, well, like, how much do you want for it? And he told me 200 And it was, like, literally, like, played catch with, like, once. So it was, like, brand new. So I ended up buying that off of him for $200. And then I, I started using it. I ended up actually relacing it. 
Uh, for those of you who know the 2015 A2K, that dude, there's a lot of, there's black and red lacing, and the red lacing was pretty cheap quality, um, typical Wilson gloves, great gloves, kind of cheap lacing, but uh, so I decided to go ahead and get all black lace and relace it fully black. It looked really nice. I really enjoyed that glove, but then um, Wilson glove sale. He had me, man. He posted an EL3, and I absolutely fell in love with it. It was an orange tan EL3 in, like, amazing condition. And I remember messaging him being like, yo, like, send me more pictures. Because he just posted, like, one picture of it, I think. I was like, yo, like, I'd like to see more pictures of that. I was like, I definitely want that. And, like, the EL3, like, I literally saw it, and it was like, I need that glove. So I ended up trading a Wilson glove sale for my A2K for an EL3, which is... At the time, it seemed like a pretty good deal. Uh, to this day, I think it's a pretty good deal. I definitely would prefer to have the EL3 if I were to keep one or like have one back right now. At the time, it seemed like a great deal though because the A2K dad dudes were kind of common and they're easy to get your hands on. But Wilson, like the Wilson website, kept on having the EL3s like in and out of stock. I don't know. They, it's kind of odd how they keep the EL3s. Like they have them in stock every once in a while. And then obviously they get eaten up because people really like it, especially like the orange tan. I think the orange tan looks really nice. Um, but yeah, like that was my first glove trade. And at that time, I started using the EL3 at third base because I was playing some third base like with my travel team. So the EL3 was definitely like perfect for third base. Uh, it kind of fit my hand a little big. For the infield, I was like definitely used to like the Pedroia fit. So it took a little adjusting, but I ended up not being a huge fan of the EL3 just because it kind of fit my hand weird, like I said. So that was like my first official trade. And then I ended up getting a Marucci uh, trapeze glove for my birthday. I think it was in 2016, A cut, like a month or two later, I like started my account because I had the EL3 there and I was like, you know what? Like I'm either gonna sell it or trade it because I don't think I'm ever gonna use it again. Like once this, uh, the trapeze Marucci got broken in. So I was like, oh, might as well trade it. Um, so I started my account. I haven't changed my name to my glove account, which I'm kind of proud of, but I've kind of been thinking about changing it. Who knows what's going to happen? So right here, I'm on my Instagram. I scroll all the way down to my first post, and it's uh, my Marucci trapeze glove. So that's the one I still have to this day. I gamed it for all of high school, except freshman year. I didn't have it freshman year, but I gamed it all of high school, and it was my... I still have it to this day. I'm really happy. I've had a lot of people hit me up trying to trade, trying to buy it. And I'm just like, you know, you can't get rid of your gamer. And I've gotten rid of my other gamers and I've regretted it so much. And I love that Marucci. So there's no way it's ever leaving. Uh, I recently got one exactly like it. The 11.5 uh, HTG Honor the Game Marucci. I ended up trading it to Glove Heat 9, I believe his name is. I forget. I believe that's his name. Um, He's a great guy. Go ahead and follow him on Instagram, Glove Heat 9. Uh, if I get his name wrong, I'll definitely let you guys know. I'm pretty sure that's his uh Instagram account, though. Great guy. I've done a couple deals with him. Uh, a couple trade. I did one trade and one sale with him. He's been a great guy. Super nice. Easy to deal with. Zero problems from him. Yeah, so those are like the couple gloves that really got me into gloves and obviously into the glove uh, community on Instagram. 
So like my first gamer ended up trading, I regret. My second gamer, the KP92, ended up trading, I regret. Obviously guys, tip, if you have a gamer, do not trade it. Even if you're trying to build up your account, which was kind of what I was trying to do at the time, just create more sales and you know get more uh, content for my page. I do really regret selling my gamers. So definitely one tip for you guys contemplating, do not sell your gamers. It's something that you should have for like the rest of your life. Um, it's something really cool just to look back on, even if you're not really gonna use it, even if they're kind of be, it's kind of hard when you get a really good offer. And at the time I got really good offers on my gamers, but you know, in the long run, I, I do regret it. So just something for you guys to, you know, keep in mind when you guys are looking to trade gloves or whatnot. Uh, one thing I also wanna go over in this first episode is a lot of people hit me up like smaller accounts and they're always like, well, a couple of them be like, how do you get a lot of followers? Um, like, how do you get so many gloves? So I just want to go over like a couple of things that like have helped me over the past couple of years to kind of build my account and to really get more followers and like get more exposure. So the first thing that I wrote a couple of things down just to like give me a fresh reminder. The first thing I wrote down is be friendly. It's always nice to have people be respectful, be nice, be like genuine people uh, when you're dealing with gloves. I know I kind of tend to favor people. Like if two people kind of hit me up at the same time trying to buy a glove, I kind of favor the person who I have like a, more of a history with and have they've been like really like nice and like cool and chill with me and just talked about gloves. Another thing, don't be shy to just like hit people up and to even just talk about gloves. Like uh, I have a couple guys that, you know, we like they post something on their story and I swipe up and then we start talking about gloves or vice versa. Um, talking about gloves, talking about baseball is what I think this community is kind of all about. So definitely like spark those conversations with those accounts, even if they're the same size as you, even if they're smaller than you, even if they're bigger than you. I definitely suggest just kind of getting to know people a little Cause like the main reason I continue to like do the glove account, cause I don't really, I don't play anymore. I play intramural softball, but you know, I use one glove for that. Like I don't need all these gloves. Well, I don't think anyone needs all these gloves. Like a lot of the big accounts have like hundreds of gloves. They obviously don't need it. It's just a passion and a love uh, for the gloves and for the sport that they have. And uh, I respect it and I really like it. One thing that's really kept me in the glove community is you know, I just really like the gloves and it's become a passion of mine. I enjoy posting and just like being part of the world of baseball still, even though I don't play. It's kind of one of the things that really keep, keeps me involved with uh, baseball in general. So it's definitely something I enjoy having around it's just like the gloves and the glove community. A lot of people are saying that the glo glove community on Instagram is like dying and whatnot. And honestly, like, I don't really try to look and see if it's dying or not because I don't really care. Um, I'm doing it as, you know, something I'm passionate about. I don't really mind if my post gets less likes or more likes than normal. I mean, obviously, you see your likes and, you know, when you put some time into taking pictures and whatnot, it's nice to see uh, higher likes. But at the end of the day, I don't really mind. It is what it is. So leading into that, another thing to help you on your glove page or any like selling anything on Instagram really like I know there's a lot of like shoe pages and like pages that sell supreme and stuff one thing I suggest is taking just like good high quality pictures nowadays 
everyone's phones have really good cameras like i have i have the iphone 8 and like for what it is is like a little camera in my pocket that i carry everywhere it's still a really good camera um you could do a lot of editing in the apple camera roll i'm sure there's other apps that can make it to like change the saturation and make the picture look brighter and clearer and stuff i actually have a canon uh i think i believe it's a rebel t7 that i take almost all my pictures in when my pictures look high quality it's taken with that uh, my senior year of high school I had a photography class and I only took that class so I wouldn't have to be a teacher's assistant because I really I would be a teacher assistant for like an English class or something and I just really did not want to do that so I ended up taking photography in like the middle of the day so I ended up actually really really enjoying photography I had a really good teacher um, it's funny because in a lot of our projects we had to turn in we had to take pictures of like things and people and stuff and I'd always take pictures of gloves and like edit it and submit it because like we were working on like different editing techniques and like different styles of photography. Like we we're like going through the history of photography and like trying to copy, use the inspiration from whoever we were like studying or like the era we were studying. So there's like a lot of black and whites like to begin with. And like, like at the beginning, every one of my submissions was like about a glove. Like I would take pictures of my gloves and like they were good pictures. Like a lot of them aren't on my account. I actually lost a lot of those pictures. I had an SD card and I lost it, unfortunately. And those had a lot of my like completed edited uh pictures of my gloves and it's funny because I just remember my photography teacher kind of hinting at me to take pictures of things other than gloves so yeah like it's something I really became passionate about like the photography aspect or just like taking pictures of gloves and like flowers and stuff but like so that really translated well with advertising my gloves for sale on my page so yeah and the uh, last tip I kind of want to bring you guys today is how to find good deals on gloves. So if you guys like kind of stay posted on my page, uh, I get a few gloves here. Like I get a couple gloves a month, I'd say. But if you look at other accounts, they get a lot of gloves and I've kind of observed them and how they work. And obviously, like I am a college student, I don't have a lot of free money. So buying, you know, 20 gloves a month is kind of impractical for me especially because like I just don't have that kind of money so one thing I definitely look for is just like one or good deals here and there so I like try to follow a lot of glove accounts obviously like the more fault the more glove accounts you're following the more gloves you have in your feed that are for sale and whatnot these two places that I really buy a lot of gloves from surprisingly um, is sideline swap and eBay so sideline swap is the secondary market for like new and used sports equipment and there's actually like a lot of people posting good gloves for pretty good prices and the thing i really like about sideline swap is if they have something posted for like a hundred dollars you could offer them like eighty dollars and then they could like decide to accept it or you guys can like negotiate it out but um yeah it's really nice um the unfortunate thing there about selling is they do take 12 percent, which is pretty high that's like i know ebay takes 10 percent, so sideline swap taking 12 percent is kind of a lot which is really unfortunate because i'd be selling a lot more things on sideline swap but i have found a lot of good deals on sideline swap like i find i've found a2000s for like 50 bucks on sideline swap plus you have to pay for shipping so that you know picks it up to about like 60 dollars and then i live in california so the taxes 
sales tax in California is a couple bucks. But like at the end of the day, you're still getting, you know, a good glove that you could sell for pretty well for 50 bucks. And, you, you know, you clean it up, you take good pictures of it and you could sell it for, you know, that like $100, $120 and, you know, make some profit and then use that profit to buy more gloves. <laughs> That's uh, kind of been my thing. I've kind of just sit back and kind of look for good deals and then you know sometimes it's kind of unfortunate for my bank account sometimes but there's like four or five good deals in like one day so I end up buying you know three four gloves in a day and you know if you look at my bank account I look really poor but at the end of the day I'm like buying the gloves to like clean up and resell and post to my account. So that brings more content for my account. It brings me more followers because I have more content. Then I get like a higher reach. I like reach more accounts. So I kind of go in like a cycle of buying and selling. And then obviously when there's like trades that come along, it's like gloves I really like or gloves I really want that I'm willing to trade for. And, you know, sometimes I lose out a little bit of money on some trades or some sales or some purchases. Um, It's not the end of the world to me. It's not all about making money to me. I mean, obviously making money is like really nice and making money doing something you love, like me for gloves, making money off of it is like, it's like really a blessing, like me looking at it. It's because I get to make money doing something I love. But yeah, like losing out, like I think uh this one trade I made not too long ago, I lost about $5 after shipping. So like, obviously it's not like a whole lot of money. Um, I've never lost like big, like a big amount of money on a sale or trade. I've lost out on, you know, a couple bucks here and there. I think the most I've lost out on is like seven, $10, which isn't bad at all. Um, especially, you know, having made money on, you know, a couple sales before. It's like definitely nice to know, okay, like, at the end of the day, I'm behind on this glove, but I've made money on these other two gloves. So like, it's it's okay. Like I've still, out of the three, I have still like, you know, profited a little bit. And uh, so there's one more thing I want to mention. It's just a really quick thing to like kind of try to gain followers. What I do is I go to like Wilson, like their official glove account or like the Rawlings official glove account. I look at their most recent post and I look at who liked it. So I see like who liked it and if glove accounts that I'm not following have liked that post, I go ahead and follow them because more times than not, they do follow back because, you know, they're just trying to expand their followers as well. So they appreciate you following them. And then a lot of them follow back, allowing you to like, you know, gain a follower and gain a potential buyer or person to trade with. I do that kind of often. Or I used to do it. I haven't done that in a long time, but obviously I'm sure it still works. Um, I gained a lot of followers that way and it brings you like more exposure. Another thing as well is to make your glove account public. When I see glove accounts that are private, it kind of, it just doesn't make sense to me because there's nobody that's going to see your gloves that you have for sale or trade unless they're following you. And like I've ended up selling a lot of gloves to people who like followed me that day. So they like follow me and then they hit me up asking, yo, how much for this glove? And I tell them and they end up buying it. So it's like if I was private, they may ha may not have seen my, my glove for sale. They might not have requested to follow me and they might not have purchased my gloves. So like there goes a sale for me. Um, So definitely be public. I know it's kind of weird because at first... Um, like my personal Instagram account is private and when I first started my glove account I was contemplating to make it private or not but there's a lot of people who 
like started following off the bat like my first day i had like 20 some followers so i was like you know what i'm just gonna keep it public and just see what happens and i've never gone private uh i think that's the best way to do it is just stay public and you know keep posting pictures of your gloves and keep on trying to make deals all right guys i think that about wraps it up for today for this episode um i hope you guys enjoyed please feel free to uh, follow subscribe to this podcast i know it's currently available on anchor and spotify i am currently working on getting it to itunes google podcast and a couple other th- uh, places or platforms so please keep posted to my instagram account i'm sure i will be updating everybody on the podcast um i hope to you know get a couple people listening i'm not worried about a lot of people listening or not i don't really care i'm doing this as like a hobby of mine and just a way to you know spend some time talking about gloves and something i really love doing so yeah thank you guys for listening i hope you have a great rest of your day